Do you want to just start recording again? Okay. I can delete that later. Okay. <laughs> so confused for a second. I was like, what did we just touch? But yeah. I don't know. I do like the dialogue prompts. Yeah. I feel like they are definitely... You got very distracted. Sorry. Didn't you? I've oh. got Pinterest pulled up. What the hell is that? Gloves with claws. I think That's... it's supposed to be for, like, cosplay or okay, Halloween yeah. costume. Which I guess makes sense, because Halloween's usually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that... Okay. It just caught me off guard. Oh, look at that. Bird boots. <laughs> You're gonna have to delete all of this, because none of this is gonna work. I'm sorry. It's okay. You were saying you like the dialogue prompts. I like the dialogue prompts. I think the only quote-unquote downside is that we do basically just go with our own stories for it. But is it really a downside? Because, like, our last episode, we got so into it. We haven't been that into our stories That's before. That's really true. And I was going to say, like, I, in one sense it's a downside just because listeners aren't going to know what the hell we're talking about. Yep. Though we did make more of an effort to, like, try and explain stuff. Yes. Um, but the upside is that, yeah, like you said, we were definitely very excited about our stories for the first time. Yeah. Like, and I have all these ideas for it now, which is part of the reason I'm really hoping doing this again is going to inspire me with Death by Any Other Name. I could look up fantasy dialogue prompts, which could could work for me as well. There we go. All right. Well, what up, everyone? I am Bryn. I am Ricky. We are Writers in Progress, and we are looking at fantasy dialogue prompts. There we go. (laughs) Have you ever watched... This is off topic, but have you ever watched C... Excuse you. What? S-E-E. Like, Vision C. It's... That's what that Oh, is is that the one with, um... Momoa. Momoa? I haven't. I watched the trailer. I don't have Apple TV, so... Neither do I. I have... Technically, I still have a free year of it when I got my phone. Nice. I just never loaded it. And maybe, see, maybe I it don't expire. <laughs> I don't have an iPhone, so yeah. And I don't I'm use like, anything Apple. You can just get the TV thing on any platform, but I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews about it. Mm-hmm. But what I did think was cool is that they did actually bring blind people in as um, extras. Not extras, I, uh, but consultants? as consultants. To be like, walk through this set. How would you set it up so that it would be more convenient for you to get to stuff? That's smart. And I was like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just blindly. <laughs> Don't just blindly guess. <laughs> We're fine. It's great. Everything's good. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I got super confused, because from the angle I was looking at it, it looked like a gif from Game of Thrones. Oh. You're like, have you ever seen C? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Where did this come from? No. Okay, back on topic. Fantasy prompts. <laughs> um, am I scrolling, or... I'm well, scrolling. Yeah, because okay. I did last time. And stop. Right, left, up, down. I mean, your finger's directly on one, so let's just go with that one. This one? Yeah. Okay. Oh. It's not death I love, but the moment before. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. (laughs) That's why I laughed. I'm like, I mean, I I literally have a book called Death by Any Other Name, so, you know, that that might work for that one. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a great episode, everyone. (laughs) See you next week. Wow. Um, um, I need the only... Uh, I need to save this. Okay, hold on. 
Because if we're going to keep scrolling and it's only singles. Yeah. Writing poems. There we go. Okay. Here's my thing. While obviously on the surface that works, it also doesn't for Death by Any Other Name. Like by Any Other Creed? Maybe. It has a very... Menacing. Yeah. Because yeah. see, the thing is, in Death by Any Other Name, she's struggling to come to terms with the fact that this is what she has to be. Yes. And in life, by any other creed, he's been doing this for a very long time. Yes. But, actually, technically, it would work with him, because it's, he loves that moment right before, because he gets to see what people picture I was just going to say, it could actually, you could kind of turn it into something beautiful, where Mm. it's just before death is when people always remember the best things in life. Yeah. And they kind of reminisce, or they say, like, oh my daughter I love her like they always well because that's the thing because the whole premise is that you picture death um if you're afraid of death you're gonna see him as a monster yeah. if you're not if you you know you're gonna picture them as your best memory so like at the end of death by any other name um because the chieftain isn't afraid of death he sees death as his son who's already died Right. So he sees him as a little boy again, you know, mm-hmm. rushing up to him and hugging him. Um, and so you get people who've been in the hospital because they're dying of a disease that's been slowly killing them for a lot of years. At this point, they're just ready to die, and so they're going to picture it as, hey, like... Hey, death. Hey. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they're going to picture death as, like, this welcome embrace kind mm-hmm. of thing. So okay, yeah. Now I can I can make that work. But it probably you can just do it. Yeah, it yeah. would be life by any any other creed instead of death by any other creed. Okay. Let me scroll back up a little bit, and then scroll back down. Go. And stop. Uh, I don't I don't know right and left because they're backwards to me. Uh, right. You have low battery. Oh, okay. Uh, the red one or. Oh, it's the one immediately below. Oh, wow. We didn't scroll very far, did we? Right. It was, if you could ever begin to comprehend where I've come from, you would be terrified of me. That also works by life by every other, by yes. any other creed. It, I like that. It's, yeah. That would work for your dragon story, yeah. too, like, really well. When she comes back and she's all haggard. She's, she's like, like, if you knew <laughs> what I had been through. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I love how we're both like, oh damn, I can actually make that one work. <laughs> Why is this so surprising? <laughs> okay. Oh, there's the mother disgrace one that we uh, talked about before. I love that one. And it, it, it is such a low key. Like, immediately you read yeah. it, and he's just. There he is. Ugh. Such a good prompt. Alright, well, yeah, I definitely like that one the most. I think I saved it. Yes, you did. Okay. I watched you. One more scroll? Sure. And stop. Slightly over that way. There you go. Oh, it's so tiny. Your arm is bleeding. Oh, really? I hadn't noticed. The half of my goddamn blood was flowing out of my arm. But thanks for letting me know. (laughs) I love the sassy... Sarcastic and very yes. angry characters. I read that as Chandler from Friends. <laughs> like, Joey and Chandler for some reason. 
them in a fantasy setting would just be like, oh god. Oh. <laughs> oh, you stupid boys. <laughs> They're the definition of don't wait for Prince Charming, go find him, the poor sucker might be stuck in a tree. Yes. That would be them. That, oh, that would be good. Yeah. Like a weird friends AU. <laughs> fantasy AU. Oh, god. Yeah, Ross would be, like, the guy that's stuck in the basement reading all the manuscripts. Yeah. It's not dinosaurs, though. What would, what would that's what say? I mean, like, the illuminated manuscripts. Yeah. I was gonna say a monk, but he's definitely not a no. monk. He could be stuck in a monastery, though. Oh, that could be fun. That would be hilarious. Monica is still a cook. Yeah. Just runs a little bakery or a tavern she runs a little tavern yeah and that's why everyone always ends up at her place yeah i'm not sure she's a traveling minstrel (laughs) what is it they they ate robin's minstrels (laughs) yay my god (laughs) oh classic and then uh, rachel i don't Mm -hmm. know what she would be she's just a floater I feel like she would be the princess who's running away from her duties. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the start of the exactly. actual... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. what I mean. I'm yeah. like, let's be real. She's just essentially the same character, but in a fantasy setting. And then... Joey... Joey and Chandler have to be, like, a weird duo. Like, <laughs> knights, but they need two different duties. It's like they're both knights, but they're both really bad at it. Yeah. That, or you make it, like, a take on a knight's tale where they're not actually knights, they're, like, his... Sports knights. <laughs> no, 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 they're his, um, squires. Oh! But the knight died, and they're both trying to cover the fact that the knight died, so no, I'm definitely that knight, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this would actually be really fun. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, a massive plant friend. I've literally never watched an episode. <laughs> I binged it in, like... Three weeks, I, I think. think. you told me that. Yeah. You were like, I was bored and needed something in the background. I think I was, like, prepping for a market or something, yeah. so I was just sitting there crocheting. Mm-hmm. It has its moments. Yeah. But I don't understand the massive hype for it. I think it was just, it was the first show of its kind. That wasn't, like, that was focused on friends living their normal 90s lives as opposed to... A family and all the family drama. I guess, yeah. I was gonna say Seinfeld, Cause you think, but I haven't seen Seinfeld, so I don't, I can't make an accurate. I mean, yes, but not in the same way as Friends, because Seinfeld was more like poking fun at the whole thing oh, and being okay. like, "It's literally a show about nothing. It's snippets of these people's lives, but pretty much nothing happens." I mean, there's an entire episode where it's literally just them standing in line for a restaurant. And having a conversation, huh. waiting for the fact that they can't get into this stupid restaurant. That's the entire premise okay. of the episode. Like, nothing happens. That's the whole point. Yeah. This show is about nothing. Whereas Friends was... Because you think of shows like Friends and you think of, like, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Which came out after Friends. Yeah. And, like, any show that you think of that's like Friends, they all came out after Friends. I didn't like How I Met Your Mother. I've never watched it. I think part of the problem is I've watched too many, like, clips of it and I'm like... These characters suck. Like, I'm sorry, Sai. I know it's your favorite show. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, honey, he, no. Yeah, he, like, 
regularly, routinely rewatches episodes to the point where he's like, I have nothing to watch. I'm just going to pick a random episode and put it on. That's what Brooklyn Nine-Nine is for. Yeah. It's so much better, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I know. He keeps trying to get me to watch it. I'm like, I just, I don't like the show. I think the biggest problem is, is I don't like the main character. He is so whiny, and he's a bit of a dick, and just... Ted. He's, yeah, he's a bit of a... He's the worst. Of a, oh, what's the word? Um, F-boy? No, no. (laughs) Um, Oh, no. Like, the classic friend zone wearing a fedora. Neckbeard. Neckbeard. Yeah. He's a bit of a neckbeard. Without being a neckbeard, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know what you mean. Where he's like, oh, I'm so good, I'm so great, why doesn't ever, anybody like me? Yeah, and then it's he like, does stuff. And dude, like, you're a dick. Yeah. Honestly, I love Neil Patrick Harris's character. Well, and that's why people got so frustrated, where it's like, he was kind of a one-dimensional character, then he grew and, like... Over nine seasons, You got nine to see years. him grow up and be, like, this legit person who was actually going to do something good with his life, and then in, like, the last five episodes, it was just like, yeah, no, never mind. Not even. It was, like, the last two. Yeah. And I was... The whole last season is their wedding. Yeah. And then they're like, no. No, they got divorced, and he's a Chad again. I yeah. mean, he was a Chad, and then he knocked up a girl and had a baby and then he wasn't a chat but i'm like that was no yeah i get it but you can't have both yeah okay either get married or knock up some girl yeah. you can't do both yeah and don't make all the people who were rooting for them for all this long yeah yeah and it's like they Ow. because in the end ted ends up with robin which is apparently a lot of the justification that fans of the show considering i know uh, a great fan of the show and this is his big argument is the fact that they were always going to do that yes and that's what i don't understand because it was Which pre-recorded is, yeah because ted had to record the scenes with the kids with the kids all on the same day so yeah. he knew the outcome of the show from the very first season and like what were you doing yeah, it's like, if you knew this is where it was going to go, why would you go through all the effort of thinking of making us think it was going to go some other way? And it's like, that's not shock value. Yeah. That's lying. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. Well, and building up how important the mother was going to be, and then just like, oh, by the way, and then she died, yeah. and now I'm lonely. So. I just saw a meme um, for How I Met Your Mother, and it was like, how I asked my kids permission over the span of nine years to bang their Aunt Robin. And I was just like, pretty much. That is just basically the premise of the show. Yeah. And given, like, the weird details that come out. Yeah. It's like, why would you tell your kid that? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a fan. Like, there there were some good episodes. Yeah, like, no, Slap for sure. Bet. Slap Bet is great. <laughs> Love that. Where it's basically... Throughout, was it five seasons? Mm-hmm. Marshall, the episode is where Marshall makes a deal with Barney, where mm-hmm. he gets to slap him five times at any moment. He mm-hmm. can't defend it. So, but it's not all within a short span. It's yeah. like throughout five seasons. Which is great. And it's so great. Yeah. But. Because yeah. it's like you have to be following the show to then yes. be like, oh my God, it's a slap. Yes. And it's like. Obviously, it's acting. Yeah. But it's not held back. Yeah. It's 
It's not just like a little Puh. Yeah. It's the full It's like that scene in the episode up. Yeah. Where he like smacks him, smacks Dwight. Yes. And walks in the door and then just like smiles <laughs> because he wasn't supposed to actually smack him and he's like, You weren't uh, We got very off topic. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's fine. This is what these episodes are about, let's be real. We've kind of picked our prompt. Yeah. <laughs> well, between two. I'm not sure between the last one was in. Eh. But the first two, I'm like... I feel like the go. second one... I don't remember worked. what it was, but... <laughs> I've got the attention span of goldfish, so... <laughs> Why is it everyone in my life has, like, the worst memory and attention span ever? Granted, it's probably because you all have ADHD. Probably. I, d- I got tested for it, and my doctor was like, Yeah, you have it, but, like... It's fine. And- <laughs> You're living with it. <laughs> yeah. I was like... Okay, thanks. <laughs> I feel so much better now. Why'd you even test me? Oh, uh, no, it was the, the one where it's like, if you knew right. everything that I've been through. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd be terrified of me. Right. Yes. Yeah. We can always just like, like oh, yeah. do, scroll. Exactly. I was going to say, it. when you're like, oh, do it one more time. I'm like, what do you mean one more time? Well, like, like one more. Do, yeah. And now it's just aimlessly hmm. scrolling and being like, what can we get inspired to come up with? Do you sleep anymore? I scheduled a nap for a week from next Tuesday. <laughs> that sounds like you. I don't like naps. I unfortunately do, but I always feel like crap after them. Is it like, is it how long you nap? I know there's like the whole REM thing where you're not I think it's to a bit of both, where it's like I nap because I'm very tired, where mm-hmm. I'm like driving home and my eyes are burning. Mm-hmm. And, like, it physically hurts to be awake. And I'm like, oh, God, I should go home and sleep. So it's, like, it's partly because I'm already very tired. And then I end up napping for, like, an hour and a half to two hours because I'm just, like, dead out of it. Mm-hmm. But then it's also, like, the wake up. You feel crappy because you slept for so long. But then I also feel, like, crappy because I haven't done anything. Like, I've just oh, lost like my entire day now. And thought, it's just, like... Thought crappy. Yeah, it just like it puts it always seems to put me in like a bad headspace after, and I'm like, damn it, this is supposed to make me feel better. That's why I hate sleeping past 10 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, 10 is between 8 and 10 is my favorite time of day because it's like there's so much potential, and the sun is all nice, and everything's kind of warm, and the little breeze. I'm a morning person, but I'm not. like who are you it's my favorite time of day like i love camping because you wake up naturally at like seven when you go camping and so yeah or five yeah and then you're just awake and it's beautiful and it's Mm -hmm. lovely and so much potential to you there but if i sleep past 10 i'm like it takes me an hour just to yeah get present not presentable i'm never presentable (laughs) but just functioning yeah and then coherent it's 11, and then I'm hungry, and then it's 1, and now it's just the day is done. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Content warning. Death baiting. Okay. What? Okay. Oh. I don't like what your reaction is to this. Where are we going with it? Because they're all really sad. Oh. <laughs> Not like... Not like wait. Is this death baiting in the sense of like you're starting an argument, then it's like, well, maybe you'll be happy that I'm dying. I think so. Oh god. Because it's like, um, all you do is whine. What the hell is wrong with you? I can't do this anymore. Not with you. How did that feel? No wonder nobody likes you. It's just like, honey, just 
be kind. Or these, okay, so is this death baiting in the sense of like, like I said, well, then you'll be happy that I'm going to be out of your life. Or is this death baiting in the sense of we've had the argument and then the person kills themselves? I I think it might be both because it's like. It, it could can, go either way. Yeah. Because it's like, dark. you're nothing, dark. did you hear me? Nothing. Get out of my life, you ruined everything. Dear God. You're so pathetic. <laughs> I wouldn't miss you, nobody would. Those are, that's, wow. I, I don't, that comes from a very angry, dark, horrible person. Oy. I can't just, like, pull that out of a hat. I gotta. No, y- yeah. Like, I can write stuff like that, but I've got a plan around it. <laughs> yup. Mm-hmm. That was dark, man. Oh, no. I like this. She knew hearing music in the woods at night was usually a bad sign, but it was such a pretty tune. (laughs) That's just, honey, the fairies are coming to get you. That's (laughs) how the fairies lure you in. Everybody knows this. Don't go wandering in the woods at night. Don't do it. I want, like, a... Like, a number one... A list? Yes. Oh, there's one right there. This one? Yeah. I can't actually read it. I can't there's no it. numbers, but... There's a bunch of them. Yes. Does it look any good? I can just see, like, a lot of random dots. It's... They're all dialogue... Ra- well, obviously, that's what I look <laughs> at. <laughs> um, they're very... Drama. Ooh. Don't you dare touch her. Don't look at me like that. Like I matter to you. Very, like... I hate the way you're saying them. <laughs> just because they're all making me think of Star Wars. What? Oh, like Anakin? And oh, Padme. No. Yes. No, you don't Don't look understand. at me like that. Why not? Because it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> don't you love me anymore? I love how you're saying all of these with, like, a super sarcastic, but, like... I have legitimately planned scenes with some of these types no, of like, prompts. it's fine, but when they're all in a row... It, it looks ridiculous. Like, it looks like it's out of a 90s... Um, um, Serial drama? Yes. Mm-hmm. Soap opera? Yes. Yeah. Where it's like high school and somehow mm-hmm. everyone keeps dying even though it's high school. But, Not quite Riverdale. I was gonna say, so Riverdale? Well... I guess I should say that. I I only ever watched, like, the first two episodes, and I couldn't do it. Man, the first season was actually... In comparison, the first season was actually good. Yeah. I heard it was. Like, the actual story to it was good. Yeah. It got a little wonky near the end. Because of the twins, right? Yeah. It started to get kind of weird as things went on. But, I mean... You could see that it kind of worked. And you were able to, like... Oh, no, it wasn't the twins. It was the cousins. Oh, no, it was still the twins. Oh. Really? Yeah, and then it was... He was together with Betty's sister. Betty has a sister? Who was in a mental hospital? And then they ended up finding out that, like, the reason their families were against the two of them getting together was because they're cousins. And there was a baby. And then it turned out that, like, spoiler alert, but really the season's been out for a while. But, like, I'm pretty sure Betty's dad had something to do with killing Jason. 
I think so because I always see all these memes about like. Well, her dad then turns in turns out to be like the Black Hood, who's like this murderer serial killer, and then, um, Betty finds out she has this serial killer gene. Oh no! It gets so much worse. Oh my god! It gets so bad. Like, like legit scientifically. Yeah, it's they like say... the FBI. Her brother who didn't exist and then does exist comes into her life and is like yeah you have the serial killer gene we want you to come work for the fbi and help us and then it turns out that that's not actually her brother that's her brother's psychotic boyfriend what and then they both end up in jail and then her mom joins a cult and archie the mom was fbi (laughs) <laughs> she might be now who knows oh and also her mom is in love with Jughead's dad and I'm pretty sure they get together at the same time that like Betty and Jughead are like together and then like no we can't be together and then their parents get together <sighs> it, yeah it's just it's... I have read fan fictions that are better <laughs> written I haven't read fan fiction in a long time another vibe you gotta, you gotta pan through it and and see the only ship that I really like really seriously read fan fiction for was Bell Arc. Yes. Cause I was like, the show did them so dirty. I read a crap ton of Raylo after the first movie mm-hmm. and everyone thought I was crazy. And now I'm like See, and here's the thing. In the first movie I was like, I am very concerned that you were shipping them. And then the second movie came out and I was like, oh, it wasn't oh, like... Oh, oh, it's... There's there's a little bit of a redemption thing yes. going on here. As soon as they started doing the vision connection, I was like, <gasps> Oh my god, this is the direction <laughs> they're going, yes. Because in the first one, somebody has to give. Yeah. Right? That's, that's how it goes. Yep. Vader went good, Annie went bad, <laughs> either Ray's gonna go bad, or Kylo's gonna be good. So yeah. it was like, it's only the first one, but I know... I know. (laughs) Little little 15-year-old me was just And that was the thing. When you told me about it, I was very concerned. I was like, this is very abusive. Why are you shipping it? I am very concerned. That's not what I meant. Yes, I know. I know. And that's why I was like, Ricky, I'm very concerned about the fact that you seem to be very seriously shipping this. And then the second movie came out and I was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. I see what's going on here. Oh, I see what's going on here. And then, yeah, and then we don't talk about the third movie. Like, the, <clears throat> I'm very conflicted with the third movie. Because, like, when we watched it, I loved it. And then... And then I didn't. <laughs> no, because you liked it, too. And, and then, then we just... I mean, like, I loved yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. then I didn't. And then it was like... That's it. Oh, wait. And then you think about it. And then you get and angry. And there's problems. I just love how, like, we're both sitting there, we're like... There's no way that's how it ends. There's no way yes. that's how it ends. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. So he dies. Alright? He dies. I ignore every other problem because there's a butt ton in that movie. He gets a force ghost. You're supposed to give him a force ghost. He redeemed himself. And no, it's... Okay, yes, it was nice that Luke and... Leia. Leia... Yeah. But you put Ben there, too. Come on, people. And also, Ray just going, oh, my last name is Skywalker, doesn't mean anything because she's not a Skywalker. Like, 
I get the symbolism of like yeah, yeah, yeah found family but, whatever and it's not even that it's but like you kind of it just, undermined everything that had been set up in the previous movies and not even that it undermined her parents like yeah her parents did everything they could to, to get protect Ray her out of there yeah and, and you're just like that's not my family yeah like no yeah hyphenate your name if you want i think the thing that's most frustrating is recognizing that so much of the choices that they made were influenced by butthurt fanboys crapping on ryan johnson yes which is so infuriating because there was so much potential for it to go in a much better direction story-wise and i think that's the frustrating thing as a writer because you're like i could have written something better than this Yes. Because there was a very clear direction that it was going, and then they didn't. I think that's part of the problem with having multiple directors for a trilogy, is it's like, you all want a different story. Mm-hmm. You can't... I get it well, for a yeah. TV show. And I mean, it's also... Because, I don't know, it's also weird to me, because it's like, yeah, directors have a hand in writing the script, but they're not the script writer. So, like, you can have a director for different movies... But it's also on the script. So, like, yeah, the director can come in and be like, this is my idea, this is where I want to go with it. But there's still a script. But you gotta think, like, nobody knows who writers are. I know. So it's <laughs> Everyone the knows who the director is. Which makes me feel so bad for Ryan Johnson. Cause he, yeah. I'm so glad Knives Out did as good as it did. Yeah. Because he deserved like, a win after that. Because he got... For you. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. His movie. It no. was just different. Well, and the problem was, it was the second movie in a trilogy. So it wasn't going to leave anyone satisfied. No, it's always... Meh. Yeah. Like, all you can do is dangle another character. I think the only second movie in a trilogy that I've seen that's actually really good is... Um, Hunger Games Catching Fire. Never watched it. I think out of the whole series, and I mean, I say second movie out of a trilogy, because mm-hmm. even though the it's four movies, the second yeah, yeah, one's yeah. one movie. Um, I think it's the closest to the book. Oh. Okay. And it's also, it was its own self-contained story, because they're back in the games. Yeah. So, yeah, there's all this other crap that's going on. But you don't know about any of it because mm. all it's focused on is we're doing the Hunger Games again. Oh, okay. So it worked. Yeah. And I think that's the problem is that there's not enough movies where you can do like that self-contained second story yeah. where you can come to a logical conclusion, solve all your plot holes, tie everything together, and leave just enough of a thread to get you into the third mm-hmm. one. I think the worst sequel mm-hmm. for like close to right mm-hmm. now was Scorch Trials. <laughs> I still refuse to watch that movie. I, I watched the trailer and was like, hmm, nope. Because uh-uh. Mace Runner, the first one, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I thought it was pretty good because you can only do so much. Yeah. And I mean, given what they had to work with and how much description is in that book, yes. they did a really good job. Like, the maze was incredible. Yes. And the Grievers, I was like, yeah, okay. It was, I was like, eh, on them, because I was like, not what I pictured. It was pretty close to what I pictured. But it worked. And that I, was the frustrating thing to me, is I liked Maze Runner. Yeah. And I liked Death Cure. 
I mean, there was parts that were missing. Yes. But it was still very good. Yes. My biggest disappointment was Scorch Trials. I think I lost all interest in the movie when I was reading, like, posts about it, and I discovered that they didn't have the scene where they were escaping and they go through that with spheres yes with the spheres yes, yes. and i was have... like they didn't have that scene i don't want to watch and they it. didn't have the blob monsters at the end yeah there um, was so much like key dramatic points in that that they didn't have and i'm like what the crap man there's one thing that they dropped that i'm glad they dropped was um there was this super weird didn't make any sense maybe i just misunderstood I didn't get it. It was unnecessary. Where, um, Teresa and Eris mm-hmm. from, so the boy yeah. who was sent to the girls one, they have a little fling, but it's, they do it to get Thomas to do something, but then it turns out to just be a ruse, and it was, like, to get him onto a shuttle because they needed to operate on him. Oh, I vaguely remember this, yes. And I remember reading it just being like, what? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Why Why is that your logic? That's and your plan? And it was, like, within three chapters, and that yeah. was it, and it had no importance to the rest of the plot. Like, I don't know what the surgery was for. Yeah. I don't remember. And then, so I'm glad they dropped that in the movies. But yeah, they weren't zombies. I know. They were just crazy. Yeah. And to me, that's so much worse. Mm-hmm. Is to, like, just see yourself degrading... Well, that's the scene in Death Cure. Yes. When Newt is sobbing yes. in between... That in the yeah. movies is good. Oh, yeah. It was... Thomas, yeah. Oh. It wasn't the same. It was, like... It was much more dramatic in the movie, I think. And... In, in the movie, they were so close. They were so close to saving him. I know. It was, like, three minutes, and yeah. he would have been fine. Yep. But in the book, it it felt like it was a lot longer. Well, he, in the book... Doesn't he disappear for a while yes, and they go does. down and follow He goes him? to, like, just this pit where all the sick people are. Yeah, which they didn't have in the movie. No. Yeah. And and then that's where he gets killed. And in the movie, yeah. he's there till the very end, which Man, I like. So, yeah. Thomas Brody Sangster, if I'm saying his name right. Yes. I think he's great. Oh, yeah. Very underrated. So I was glad to see him throughout the movie. Yeah. Doing his his thing. And he was great as Newt. Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> honestly, I wish they kept his long hair. Because in the book, he's got, like, shoulder-length hair. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if in the movies he has a limp. Because he's supposed to have a limp because he had a griever incident because he was a runner. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he did. Well, they did... And that's the thing. Like, they did the same in The Hunger Games. Where... PETA has an amputated leg and a prosthetic in the second book and Katniss has hearing aids and just and neither of that exists which is so annoying because um and there's a scene at the beginning of the second movie where they're like on tv and they slip on the ice in the book it's she runs to him and hugs him and he lost his footing because he was still getting used to his leg oh but they, like, kind of covered it up and were like, oh, it's young love and ha ah. mm. But, yeah, it was he was getting used to his leg. Mm. Like, why would you take that out? Because that was yeah. the thing is they had, like, these this physical trauma. Yeah. And that and, and everyone it, kind of focused on that and forgot about all the mental crap that they were dealing with. 
Because then it kind of downplays what happened, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it's like you came out of it completely fine. Yay, yeah, good for you. Everything's fine. But, I mean, that does kind of play up the, like, Gail treating her like nothing was wrong and, like, mm-hmm. oh, we can go back to normal. And it's like, bro, mm-hmm. she just had to kill a bunch of people. She can't just go back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I never understood the people calling it a love triangle. Like, she was never interested in Gail. Ever. I, okay, so I never, I only got, like, halfway through the first book. I never finished it. I never watched the movies. Um, I do recommend the movies, though, for, like, dystopian post, not post-apocalyptic, but dystopian books. Really good. Okay. Um. And very well acted. I see all these memes about Gail being, like, her cousin? No. Okay. No, 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 but the thing is, they're literally the, I'm in love with you, you're like a brother to me trope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the frustrating thing is, Gail is very clearly in love with her. Mm-hmm. Peta likes her, but is like, this is, I'm not going to win the games. I will say that I'm in love with you to make you look interesting so that you can win the games and go home. Okay. Because if any one of the two of us has a chance, it's gonna be you. Yeah. But he does like her. Like, he, he remembers yeah, yeah. from their growing But yeah. he understands, like, I'm gonna die. Exactly. It's... And that's the thing, is, like, everyone is like, oh my god, you know, he just, like, camouflages himself. He's a de- he's a baker and he's a soft boy. <laughs> and it's like, but that's what's so brilliant about it. Yeah. Is he understood the bigger picture. Exactly. Is he's the guy who sat down. I mean, he's literally, in the second book, he goes on screen. And I just read this post about it where they're like, I want the story's re-released but from his perspective Mm. because i understand the idea behind i'm not gonna win but i'll make her look good so that she can have a chance so that someone from the district can go home but in the second book it is i am mad to be here and i am gonna screw things up for you just because i can by the way did you know that she's pregnant (laughs) and everyone's like like, there, there's no plan. Nobody knows about it. It's just him going, you know what? I'm going to make your life a living hell. Wait, so he didn't even tell Katniss? No, he's just in there in his interview, and he's like, yeah, I'd be really happy about everything. If it wasn't for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Katniss is there like, yep. The da- baby. Da- da- <laughs> mm-hmm. And Hamish is in the background going, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> And it, like, leads to riots because suddenly the Capitol's like, this is our favorite couple. We just watched them win the games and they're going to get married and all of this. And, oh, my God, she's pregnant. How can we do this? Which, like, starts to build Uh up the tension. Oh, God, I need to reread those books. (laughs) I love how this entire episode is just us talking about movies and criticizing other people. We're not even... Lo- Granted, we did kind of choose a prompt. You've completely forgot about it, but we already did that. Yes. We will need to reread that yeah. and refresh people's memories later. It's always fun to just... I, I could do it better, even uh, though you know yeah. that you couldn't if you actually had to do it. <laughs> In a theory. was on. I couldn't do it. But if I can sit here and rant about it, it sounds so much better in yeah. my head. Yeah. No, I definitely need to reread the, that series. Because it's a good series. I I don't know what it is. Is it just that people are so 
naive in Hollywood that they don't, they're so out of touch with reality that they just make all these grandiose or super dramatic things and then people in real life are like, what are they doing? (laughs) No one would do that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Because, like, I don't know. It seems like any movie that comes out is just... There's some good ones, but there's Uh always one part of it that's all, like... Nobody in their right mind would actually react that way. And I think that's... I don't know. To me, that's the mark of bad writing, when, like, the only way that you can advance your plot is to have your characters make stupid choices. And it's like, I understand needing to be mad at your character, Mm. but it has to be a valid choice or else that character's just dumb. Yeah. But that's what I mean. It's like that thing where someone's like, I want a horror movie where the characters don't make stupid choices. Yes. Because nothing is scarier than doing everything right and you still and get caught. still dying. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, that is the real terror. Is because in that situation, you're not sitting there as a watcher or a reader going, oh my god, they could have just done this and it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't know what... There's nothing they couldn't have done. Yeah. They did everything right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Frustrations. On that note. On that we... note. <laughs> Now that we, we, we ranted a bit. And... Yeah. Okay. Definitely turning off commenting on this one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and I thought I had so many boards. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, writing prompts. I need to go to the bottom. Wouldn't it be at the very top because you just pinned to it? Writing prompts. Oh. No, I have it alf- alf- alphabetically. Oh, Because I can't smart. find anything if it's <laughs> not. So our prompts were, it's not death I love, but the moment before. That was the first one. The second Mm -hmm. one was, if you could even begin to comprehend where I've come from, you would be terrified of me. And the third one was the very sassy one of, your arm is bleeding. Oh, really? I hadn't noticed that half of my goddamn blood was flowing out of my arm, but thanks for letting me know. That would just be fun to throw in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. To me, I feel like we both had a bigger reaction to the second one. Yes, because the first one I reacted because I was like, oh, that's so good for yours. Yeah, we were both like, Oh, I mean, we do have... I have a book with it, yeah. it's about death. But I think the, the second, second one, one... I think both of us were like, oh, that oh, that works for your story, yeah. and it works for mine, and oh. And I yeah. think that's the first time we've both genuinely been like, oh, I totally know where to go with this one. Yes. Yeah. And I think... I, I haven't written the scene, but I, I have a scene in my head mm-hmm. where it's between Akiba when she comes back mm-hmm. and the drug dealer... Mm. Okay, I picture that drug dealer as Helen Marin, where she's just, like, classy as can be, Mm -hmm. and she's just super nice, super friendly, but you know. So basically, Helen Marin in red. Yes. Nice. Like, yeah. Just, She's flower arranging with an AK-47 sitting on the table. Yes. Nice. That kind of thing. And where, basically... Akiva comes back and she just, she just kind of starts complaining, but really, mm-hmm. um, what's the word? Pointedly? No, um, passive aggressively. Mm-hmm. And where she just kind of looks at her and is like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You pathetic child. Mm-hmm. And if just you kinda, knew what I yeah. have been through to get to this point. And not even that, I'm not sure who's going to say that, yeah. but where she's just like, 
so what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Like, and in my case, I've realized this works for either book. Yes. Because it can either be Leo saying it, mm-hmm. or it can be Cadron. Mm-hmm. My only problem is going to be, where does it come up? Yes. Because I feel like, with Leo, I feel like it would be him saying it to Alira. Because it's basically an explanation. Mm-hmm. So you have to have it at a point where they're going to explain what <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's the thing. is like, it can either be Leo saying it to Alira, or it can be Cadron. But then in my head, it makes more sense for it to be like Cadron saying it to Yerick as mm. opposed to... Oh, that would be fun. As opposed to Katri. Yeah. But I also have always kind of had it where it's like, Yerick doesn't know who Cadron is until the very end. Oh, so yeah. then that doesn't work. Mm. You know, it's just right in. It doesn't have to go in. That's true. Because I do kind of like... Or I could... Actually, no. I could write it at the very end. It's when, a deleted scene. <laughs> well, no. But I could write it at the end when Cajun reveals himself. Oh, okay. So yeah. that whole scene when they go after... When yeah. Yerick raises the army to go after him. Yeah. And Katri's like... Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that could work. Okay. So that's like minor spoilers for the end of the book. But I mean, really, anyone who's reading this already knows who Cadron is and everything, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So the prompt was, if you could even begin to comprehend where I've come from, you would be terrified of me. Until next time, I am Bryn. I am Ricky. We are writers in progress, and we are still cheating by using our own stories. Probably will next time, too. Oh, 100%.